Welcome to the Profitable Accountant Podcast. I'm your host, Reza Huda, practice owner, coach, and mentor to accounting firm owners. In this podcast, I share practical strategies to get new clients, charge higher prices, and build a profitable accounting firm that you're proud of. From time to time, I also interview other accountants doing incredible things so you can learn what's working and take tangible takeaways to implement. Make sure you press the follow button on your podcast player so you get notified when I release a new episode. Now, on to today's session. Hello, hello. Hope you're well and having a good start to the day. So I am still in Dubai. It's probably the longest trip I've ever had on my own without the family. And yeah, really enjoying it. Uh, <clears throat> my poor wife is at home uh, looking after the kids during half term, but hopefully we're back soon to relieve her. And she's definitely going to need a holiday or a break when I get back. Fair play to her for managing the fort in my absence. The reason why I have spent so long here is because we're setting up our own entity out here for capital accounting. And to do that, or well, as part of that process, to get a bank account open, I needed to get a visa. And to do that, I needed an Emirates ID. Hence, I had to be here for at least 10 days in order to stand a chance for that to happen. Thankfully, the Emirates ID came through uh, the day before yesterday. So on Wednesday, you'll probably listen to this on Saturday. I'm recording this on a Friday. Now, I've applied for the bank account and hopefully those cards will come through before I leave on Monday. And in between the time that I've been here, it's been great. I've actually met more people here in the last seven days than I did probably in the last six months to a year back in the UK. Because most of what I do is online these days and it's quite hard to kind of pin people down and actually meet people in the UK. Everyone's kind of in their own world and busy schedules and I guess we're so uh, far away from each other. I mean, the sticks in this, you know, Southampton, Portsmouth way and everybody else seems to be all up and down the country. So apart from meeting people at accounting conferences that I speak at, I didn't really get a chance to meet people in person. Even clients, I don't really do client work anymore. So I met any clients in person for probably over a year, over a year or two since the pandemic began. Everything's kind of gone virtual. So it's a nice, uh, it's been a pleasant surprise and a novelty to be able to meet people in person, go for coffees. And the beauty about being in Dubai is that everyone's up for meeting. And it's very easy to meet people because people in Dubai are just open to expanding the network, meeting, you know, coffee, going for coffees and going for juices. And it just happens and everyone's kind of in one city and it's all happening. And there's no long lead times to meet with people. Uh, you know, you send a couple of messages out and then within a day or two, you are meeting them. So we've had a, a, a lot of meetings with people that we work with here already that we have worked with in terms of the accounting side, a couple of agencies we work with, company formation agents, other accountants I've met, people on LinkedIn that I have uh, connected with and built up relationships with. I've reached out to them uh, and I've met them here as well. So it's been great to put faces to names and to, when you, you know, when you meet people in person, it's different. You know, the vibe is different. The connection is different, which you can't really get online. So although I'm not, uh, I'm not a fan of networking meetings, the title of today's episode is all around networking. Is it? Is it worth it? Is it worth the effort? I used to do a lot of networking back in the day, and you probably have done or do too. Uh, and you're probably, you know, it may be working for you, it may not be working for you. You may have tried it and decided to knock it on the head because it didn't really work. So I guess, you know, ultimately, we want to be able to get some business out of networking, but it's not a, you know, it's not a, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's a transactional thing, although it would be nice for that to be the case. But there are networks that have converted it into a transaction type 
arrangement like the likes of BNI, which are quite cutthroat when it comes to this is business networking and you must provide a referral, every, you know, introductions to people there every single week. So it becomes quite stressful and uh, a bit overwhelming, those kind of events where, you know, people have to give referrals. So the quality of those referrals is going to be hit and miss because people just have to give them whether or not the people they are referring are actually in need or have a problem for you to solve. So I remember doing those back in the day, 10 years plus back, and I used to go to those 6am meetings, rock up, have breakfast and have to do that dreaded elevator pitch and then talk to people you don't know and then have to follow up. And I got tired of it. I didn't do it for, for that long. But, you know, there's, there is a place for it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out completely. And I guess it all depends on the type of networking meetings that you go to and how you put yourself across. So this is what I really want to talk about because there is absolutely a place for it, but it all boils down to how do you make yourself memorable? At the end of the day, people in networking meetings have met a lot of accountants. A lot of accountants go to networking meetings. So how do you set yourself apart from every other accountant that's there? And typically, if you go to a kind of a non-exclusive or, uh, you know, non, you know, in the likes of BNI, where they only allow one accountant in that meeting. If you go to another networking type meeting where there's probably lots of accountants there, how do you stand out from the crowd? And it all boils down to our positioning, you know, positioning yourself as the expert, really getting crystal clear on who you serve. Because if you do that, then you can make yourself memorable. Because if you want networking to work for you, then what is it that sets you apart from every other accountant that every other business owner that has the potential to introduce you business meets or sees? So that's why it's really important to, again, laser focus on who you serve, whether that's by a niche by industry or a specialism You want to be able to say when someone asks you who you are and what you do, not just I'm an accountant and I deal with small businesses. Big fat yawn at the end of that because you're not memorable. You're just like everybody else. You become a commodity and there's no reason for me to introduce you over another accountant I met apart from if I, you know, if I know that you can do something for me in return or if I like your personality. But otherwise, there's no really compelling reason for me to introduce you if there is nothing different and memorable about you. So let me give you an example. You know, if I've been here and uh, I actually, I've got time on my hands. So I, I, uh, I was invited to a, someone told me there's a British British business group, networking uh, group that's out here. And they put me in touch with someone and they reached out and said, oh, we've got an event going on. It was yesterday, in fact, on Thursday. And it was right next to where I'm staying. So I thought, I'll go along. I'm free that evening anyway. So I went along and I don't really like these kind of things because I'm fairly you know, introverted. I don't like going into these into these type of events. Um, thankfully, I don't need to anymore. But I thought, let me go along. You know, nothing to nothing, nothing to, to lose here. And maybe I might meet a few interesting people along the way. And I went along and um, yeah, typical sort of thing. You go in and everyone's kind of chatting and you've got to kind of break the ice and Kind of sometimes you just, uh, you know, stand there like a a lemon on your own, but you've got to kind of force yourself to just go in and introduce yourself because everyone's there for the same reason. And no one is going to think you're weird for going up to them and uh, starting a conversation or if there's two people talking, just going up and standing next to them. That's what people do. No one is going to think you're weird because 
That's the whole point of a networking meeting, to meet people. So often the time is we, ha- we put these barriers in front of us that we are, you know, these fears, these insecurities that, you know, I can't just go up and talk to people. What will they think of me? But actually, everyone is there for the same reason. You know, if you see someone on their own, go and approach them and say hello and introduce yourself because they are probably waiting for someone to do that. And they'll be very grateful that you did. And if there's no one on their own, then approach two people who are in a an open stance, they call it. So if you see two or three people who are not kind of closed in, not face to face with each other, but have an open stance, then that is a that is a sign of a you know a welcoming um, group. So go go up to them and or just stand there and wait for a break in the conversation. And more often than not, they will look at you and introduce you and welcome you into the little circle that they have going on. So there's there is a place for them. But like I say, you want to get you want to become memorable. So how do we become memorable? Become memorable by getting real crystal clear on who you serve. So when I went yesterday, I was able to. Uh, introduce myself as someone who is here setting up a business to help uh, business owners who want to migrate from the UK to Dubai, uh, because that was quite relevant for the type of event that I went to, but also with a focus on content creators and influencers. And again, that's because that's a bit different, it prompts conversation. So then people ask, oh, really? And uh, I guess the good thing about that niche is that I'm able to name drop and there are, you know, a few of my clients are quite uh, quite well known. So there's a bit of kudos associated with that in the, oh, wow, you're, you're, you know, you, you act for Mike Thurston, etc. So it's quite, um, gives you a bit of kudos and credibility. Now, appreciate it that you may not have a niche with you know the kind of uh, online celebrities that we do but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't niche and the fact that you won't be memorable if you can go in and say you know our focus is on e-commerce businesses or we help uh, doctors or we help dentists or we help uh, online marketing agencies even if that and chances are you're probably not going to be talking to your ideal client but you will leave an impression in with the person that you are talking to so that if they do come across somebody who is the in the industry that you have named, then they know that you are the go-to accountant for them. And the other thing to know is we want to lead with also the problems that we solve. So when someone asks you, you know, what do you do, rather than just saying, I'm an accountant and I help small businesses, you could lead with something like, oh, you know how, you know, it's really you know, how businesses get to a point where they kind of need in-house finance uh, or, you know, you get to the point where they are growing but don't have the resources or the funds to be able to hire an in-house finance team. Well, that's where we step in and we can handle the full finance function for them. So something like that where you lead with the problem. So what that does is it invites that person into your story, into a world where you exist as the solution. So by introducing yourself as a problem solver and the, and the solution for that problem, it helps you to get in their mind so that when they come across somebody who has that particular problem, it could be to do with their finances, it could be to do with the fact that they're paying too much tax, that's a problem in itself, it could be due to the fact that uh, you know they're in a certain sector or industry and they've outgrown their accountant or their accountant can't handle it, when they'll remember you because of the way that you introduce yourself through the problem that you solve. 
So it's the same process that we go through. It's the same process that I went through in the book, in the positioning chapter, where I talk about get clear on the who and then lead with the problem you solve. It's the same thing when you are introducing yourself at networking events. So ultimately, the way we position ourselves is crucial. It's crucial in the way that we win business online. It's crucial in the way that we win business offline in terms of the networking meetings that we may go to. But I would say is, you know, physical net, on, offline networking is not the only way. LinkedIn is a great place to network online these days, not only LinkedIn, but other social platforms as well. But LinkedIn in particular is becoming a, you know, social uh, platform for business owners. Everyone's in that in that mode where there are lots of business owners out there and also lots of fellow business owners in other sectors who may not be your ideal clients but could be introducers for you. So developing those relationships, connecting with people who also have access to clients that uh, you deal with, that could be a good source for you or that could be a good you know, introduction source for you in the future. It was the same when I, a few years back when COVID hit and because I was already doing some stuff online, one of my people on my network reached out to me and said, will you come on and do a webinar in conjunction with a another person in their network talking about the help available for small businesses? It was only because you know, I was in the network, I'd been doing stuff online that he reached out to me. I said, sure, why not? And off the back of that, I met, I was on the panel with a digital marketing consultant and we got taught, you know, we kind of hit it off in terms of having the same values and mindset in terms of helping businesses at that point. And she reached out, we had a little chat and we told her about what we do and how we help businesses. And it turned out that, you know, she then referred and introduced clients to us who are still with us today and really good clients at that. So, you know, have a, have a think about how can you build up your, your online network as well, because that is, that is critical. These and, that, and that doesn't involve you getting up at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. to go and meet business owners. You can do that from the comfort of your home and a lot more efficiently as well, because, you don't have to uh, you don't have to travel there's no time commitment and the rewards and the fruits are much wider as well because you're able to meet and network with people all up and down the country and all around the world in fact so getting known in your particular sector and then connecting with other people in that sector is going to help you to reap the rewards and benefits of networking to be able to get introductions from people in your network. Because at the end of the day, people do business with people and we are in the people business. We are in the relationship business. So the more people that you can network with, that you can build up a relationship with that have the potential to introduce business to you, then that can only help. That can only be a good thing for you to do. One sec. I just wanted to talk about the accounts and tax preparation software we use. We moved to TaxCalc a few years ago from one of the big players, predominantly due to the huge cost saving. The difference was massive, saving us over £7,000 a year. But aside from that, it's actually a really good product. My team tell me that it's really intuitive, simple to use, and the transition to move to it was painless. TaxCalc is also the most popular choice for accountants in the pack and members of my Facebook group. So if you're looking for accounts, tax production, and practice management software that does everything you need it to without costing a fortune, check out TaxCalc. There's a link in the show notes to learn more. Now, back to today's pod. In terms of other ideas to get more referrals, there was something interesting that one of our members in the pack 
uh, is shared with us in one of our lunch and learn sessions the other week. And what he did was he did a prize a draw for somebody who uh, you know he did a kind of a he put out a one of his <laughs> one of his clients had a, an Airbnb had a, a holiday home. And he went to his clients and said, look, could I, can I use your holiday home for a week? I think the client had already suggested that he could do so for some time and said, yeah, sure. So then he used that as a way to create a raffle and create some interest around kind of an all expenses paid holiday to Portugal in this uh, amazing, um, amazing, uh, you know, Airbnb apartment. And he made, a, he made a thing about it. He made, and everyone loves something for free. So the idea was that if you refer us, you get put in a prize draw. And at the end of six months, we will, we will draw out our hat and that person will get a free uh, all expenses paid holiday to the Algarve staying in this wonderful apartment. The idea was that the more referrals that you provide, then the more entries that you have into the raffle, into the prize draw. And that generated a lot of interest for him. I think he said off the back of that, he got over £100,000 worth of new business, which is fantastic. That was a great idea. Uh, if that's something that um, you know, want to consider, if you've got some friends or you have your own holiday home where you can access to holiday home, then that's always something useful for you to do. In terms of paying for referrals, again, I'm a bit wary of turning it into a monetary thing. Uh, I'd rather reward people after the event and obviously ask for referrals or introductions rather. Again, a little point now, I've mentioned this before, but rather than ask for a referral, asking for an introduction makes it a lot more present. So the words you use are critical. So rather than saying, is there anyone you could refer me to, say, is there anyone you could introduce me to? because that becomes a lot more present in the here and now and increases the likelihood of somebody introducing you to somebody that they know rather than just putting it on the back burner for some point in the future. So in terms of paying, I, I wasn't keen. However, uh, I've for our audience, for content creators and influencers, it's their business essentially to be paid to promote other people. So for our clients, it's a bit of it's a different kind of business model because that's what they do. That's that's their job, and because they have these huge followings online, we have agreed. Uh, we have a re- referral arrangements with our clients. The way we tell them that if you promote us onto a video or on a, on a social post, that anybody that comes via you, you get a reward, a financial reward, you know, ten percent of first year fees that we will pay to them for anyone that comes via their link or via their video. And I've mentioned this before, one of our big clients did that and name dropped us into a video that he did on moving to Dubai, got over a million views, and we still get referrals off the back of it. So I know you're probably difficult for you to do in terms of, uh, unless you have a niche where the reach of your potential, your potential your clients is like our clients then potentially that will work but you know it's uh it could be the case i know one of uh, the members of my mastermind group who specializes in dentists was saying that he brought on cli- uh, dentist clients that are that run a network for other dentists that run facebook groups for other dentists and he agreed to do their returns and give them tax advice for free in uh, in exchange for introductions to other dentists which, you know, is a smart commercial move because it 
wasn't much to to do that for him and the number of introductions he gets far outweighs the potential revenue lost from the work that he does for free to these guys who have a network of other dentists that uh, he can access now through them so absolutely in summary networking can work both online and offline but to make it work effectively you want to get clear on your positioning you want to get clear on who you serve so that you become memorable so that people know that you are the go-to accountant for a particular sector or a particular service rather than falling into that sea of sameness like every other accountant out there okay well i'm going to pen off there and go and enjoy a very mild evening in dubai which is around 28 probably 30 degrees at the moment before i come home in the next couple of days hope you found that useful as always let me know your feedback on linkedin if there's any other topic you would like me to cover please let me know i will catch up with you very soon if you haven't already leave us a review on itunes it would be much appreciated and i'll catch up with you again next week take care bye for now thank you for listening if you want to spend more time together get access to me personally for your questions access to resources and training that will help you to shortcut your progress together with being part of an incredible community of accountants or helping each other then come and join the pack the profitable accountants community There's a hundred plus accountants that I mentor and they help each other to get results faster than trying to do it alone. Go to reshooter.com forward slash mentoring to learn more or message me directly on LinkedIn. Take care.